You are listening to the Confidence Mindset Project Podcast. What if you could learn to have your own back, manage the craziness that goes on in your mind, and know that you can face and do anything you put your mind to? I am here to show you how to do just that. I am Angelo Powell, your host. Are you ready? Let's get started. Well, hello, hello. I love today. It is so nice. I'm snuggling up with my dogs today after this. And this is, I'm doing some batch work and, and recording a whole bunch of podcasts. And there's so much that I want to be able to talk to you about, but I divided them up into different podcasts. And so here we go. I want to talk to you about vulnerability. And whenever I would hear that, I would almost want to die a few years back. I wouldn't want anybody to know the crazy ass thoughts that went through my head, that I thought that there was something wrong with me, that I just thought my thoughts were just happened to me. And I was a victim of my thoughts. I was a victim of life. Um, I was a a victim of people because I put my, my, not really my trust, but my dependency on other people for how I felt, not only about myself, but just in general, my happiness, my worthiness. And whenever I realized that one, that I get to choose what I think about myself and my thoughts that they don't just happen to me, that I actually have power over them. And that whether I am consciously choosing the thoughts or unconsciously, I'm still making a choice. Because when we're unconsciously doing that, we've at one point in our lives have made a choice about adopting beliefs, whether it be something that we've created a belief Or if we have adopted a belief from outside of ourselves, being from our, from society, from our experiences, from what other people have told us, from our childhood, from our parents. But knowing when we've adopted that, it becomes part of our person and our identity. And then it just wells up and just automatically we go on autopilot. But when we realize that we can consciously make a choice of what we think, and then it rolls into we can choose how we feel. Because whenever I ended up going in and thinking that I'm a victim of life, that I have no power over my life, I have no power over my thoughts, I have no power outside of how I show up because I am what I am and I'm broken. What happens is that then it spun me out and all these additional thoughts about judging myself, about how I'm showing up, how I'm thinking, how broken I feel, how unworthy I feel, and letting whatever people would say and do outside of me, I would assign meanings to those, which would then just pile on even more. And I would get so depressed and I would get so hopeless and I would feel so lonely. But whenever I realized that I can make a choice 
and know that I can think anything and create any result. And I've heard that before, but whenever I truly internalized it and then realized that I can also know that whenever I'm creating my thoughts, those same thoughts that I was victim to were the ones that was digging the hole for my depression. And then more of my victim thoughts pushed me into that hole and then held me down in that hole. And I was drowning in those. But whenever I realized that I can choose to feel and think how I want to, my world changed. I started showing up differently. I started behaving differently. I started thinking about myself differently. And it was a game changer, guys. It was such a game changer. So whenever I realized that and um, I had a coach tell me that I was over catastrophizing and that I was afraid to think certain thoughts because I was afraid that that was going to spin me out into my depression, my coach at the time ended up telling me that no, actually, she's the one that told me about that my thoughts were the ones that was digging the hole. My thoughts were the ones that pushed me in and my thoughts were the ones that were holding me down. But whenever I realized that I have the power over my thoughts, then I can then start taking action and start thinking new thoughts. But first, I have to break the beliefs of those thoughts. So what are you believing It's almost like a a form of self-care when you can actually realize that you have power over your thoughts and how you feel. That is like setting yourself up and creating this fantastic bubble bath because you're washing away and cleaning that out. And you can look at your beliefs, which are also thoughts that you've adopted, and be able to unpack those and see if you even like them. If they're serving you now, they may have served you in the past, but they don't serve you now because with each interaction that you have in your life, each experience that you have, you have built this construct and this life that sometimes the old beliefs, even though they're down deep and they were foundational at one point, you can then be able to alter them, replace them completely, or just reject them or even accept them and say, you know what? I do believe that. I do like that. And it's totally up to you. But when you end up going and then knowing that those thoughts are what end up creating feelings in your body and knowing that you can be able to handle anything because you have to be able to feel them. Now, I always avoided my feelings. That was what I was getting at before is that my coach ended up telling me, you know, I have to understand all the where it's coming from and that these are the thoughts that are pushing me in. And I was so afraid that the thoughts were what was giving, you know, creating this depression, but it was actually me choosing those thoughts. But also the fact that you're also choosing to feel that way. And, you know, I can hear you now. No, I'm not. I'm not feeling this way. I don't want to feel like shit. I don't want to feel like I'm unworthy. I don't want to feel whatever, but you get to choose. And it all begins with your thoughts. But whenever you end up actually showing up for yourself and you have this willingness to be able to sit in your, your feelings and 
really feel in your body. And I have exercises that I I go through my clients with to help them become more aware of how to be able to be more aware of our thoughts and to be able to deal with them when they come up. And so whenever you can feel how it feels in your body and then realize that, okay, so this is how anxiety feels and be curious. Well, what thought brought up that anxiety? Why am I feeling this way? How am I showing up for myself? And sometimes, or most times, at least for me, it was this, and I brought up vulnerability before, is the fact that when we're vulnerable, we're exposed and we're raw. And we have this fear and anxiety of these critics' thoughts and how they're going to be able to throw darts at us, whether it be from the outside or even from our own mind that you're, you look stupid or talking to yourself, you look stupid. Oh, you're this or that. No one's going to like you if you are open and vulnerable. But what I found to be true is that that is completely and utterly bullshit and false. Because why is it that in so many other motivational speakers, they talk about vulnerability. They talk about being and not trying to be perfect. And yet we have this cognitive dissonance in our society. You have those that are on social media that want to be able to put ourselves out there as being perfect and happy. However, we end up showing up in our lives as insecure, controlling, lonely, sad. I know a lot of people that are putting off this facade on social media about how happy they are in their relationships or in their life, but they're utterly depleted and sad and hopeless. Is this ringing true for you guys? I want to challenge you to be vulnerable and little steps that you can do to be vulnerable is that you can actually write your thoughts down on paper. Whenever I ended up doing this, I was the first time this was years ago and I, I didn't know the power of it really until the, the last year or two. But years ago, whenever I was finally being truthful with myself, I put on paper everything that was going through my mind. And I was utterly depressed. I was bawling my eyes out. I mean, I couldn't even see what I was writing, but I wrote it down. And whenever I did that and I calmed down and I wrote it, I was like, holy shit, I am crazy. And then I realized I'm not crazy. I'm just really sad. And I felt hopeless. And then I started looking at that and realizing it was an aha moment for me whenever I wrote that down, that these are the thoughts that I'm thinking about myself. I didn't think that I was in that place, but I was honest and vulnerable and I grew and I looked at the, the thoughts that I had and over the years challenged each thought and realized that none of the thoughts that I had were true. And I realized I wasn't broken. I wasn't alone. I wasn't the only one. I wasn't crazy. I just allowed and believed the thoughts that were in my head at the time, which compounded so much so that it led me into this emotional spiral. 
But I want to offer to you guys, if you're in that position, you can get on the other side of that. You may not be in the depths of despair to where I was years ago for that, but I want you to be vulnerable and write down everything. Don't self-edit. Write it down and look at it. And if some of the things surprise you or that you don't like those, find out why. Why are you thinking that? Where is it coming from? Do you want to continue to think like that? And how does that make you feel when you read that sentence? Is that helping you be able to get to the life and person that you want to be? Is it helping you grow? Is it having you stand still or does it make you just slink back? You get to choose, but be vulnerable with yourself. And then the next step is that you can then, when you do that and start realizing and unpacking all that, you start becoming more self-accepting. And when you're self-accepting, then your eyes tend to be somewhat more open your heart is more open, your mind is more open to other people, to other thoughts, to growth. You're more curious. And then you can then be able to show up more open and more vulnerable. Now, do you need to be vulnerable with everybody? No, I actually don't suggest that. You get to choose. And I end up sharing my, my most, almost every thought and my stories and my life. Um, I feel that I'm a storyteller and that's how I connect with people. And I would much rather be vulnerable and be honest with myself and those around me than hide. Because when you hide who you are, what your thoughts are and and that sort of thing. And you edit yourself in a way that you're not true to yourself and showing up true for other people. Then the foothold of the anxiety and the foothold of not, it weakens you or it can. It's not always true, but it can, it can weaken you. So my willingness, I am willing to show up to be vulnerable and raw for my growth and for yours. And it's not because being vulnerable is easy. It's one of the harder things to do. But in being more vulnerable with myself and writing my thoughts down and then starting to show up, I'm realizing that with vulnerability and rawness is the fact that I realized that my goddamn inside my head and those of the world don't really have that much weight. They really don't. You can say, oh, great, tell me all the things. And then you get to choose whether or not you get to adopt them, adopt those thoughts or not and accept them. But, you know, it's not easy. It's actually downright scary and terrifying to completely expose the hidden parts of you. But then it releases the power of those thoughts that pile on top of each other, the anxiety. I'm not going to say that it's going to go away, but it definitely loosens the power of it, the power of the grip. And, you know, part of practicing this living vulnerable and raw, it makes you stronger And it's almost like working out and being a muscle or it's like when babies, how do we learn anything? We were vulnerable and raw when we were learning to roll over as a baby. We were vulnerable when we were learning to walk. First, we had to pull ourselves up on the couch to the edge of the couch and then we would take a couple steps and get weak and fall down. 
And then we would get right back up and we would do it again. And then one foot in front of the other and then fall down. And then we would get up again. And that's what I want to propose to you is that you're just learning how to be able to do this. It's not going to be easy. It's not going to be simple always, but it's going to be worth it. It's going to be worth it. Look at you. You're walking. You're running unless you're me and have bad knees, but you have momentum because you've taken those foundational steps to be vulnerable and raw and learn to put one foot in front of the other. Vulnerability is not a weakness, nor is it any indication of such. It's a superpower, guys. We get to choose who we're vulnerable with. We get to know that, again, the critics' voice does not have power over us and that we have our own backs and that we can handle anything, anything when we can manage our minds and that we can be able to manage our our feelings to be able to show up the way that we want and behave the way that we want. And if we don't behave the way we want, we're then quick to be able to be vulnerable and say, that was my bad. I didn't show up the way that I wanted and have self, self-responsibility and really show up even though it's uncomfortable to admit when you're wrong. I don't know about you, but I hate to admit whenever I'm wrong. I hate it. But it's one of those necessary things that I am quick to acknowledge where I've messed up. I'm willing to do the hard thing, to feel the fear, to feel the anxiety, but to also be able to comfort myself while feeling that and knowing that I am human, that I'm learning, and that it's not supposed to be easy all the time. Life is 50-50. And when we understand that life is 50-50, that not everything is easy, not everything is happy. We don't have to be happy all the time, even though that the world has told us that we should and that we need to and that we have to. And if we're not, there's something wrong with us. I'm going to challenge that and say that we're that we're human and we have all the emotions. And I encourage you to feel all the emotions. It's not going to be easy, but it's going to be worth it. When you feel all the feelings and feel all the emotions and know that, oh, this is anxiety. Oh, this is fear. Oh, this is elation and joy and happiness and love. That this is overwhelm. That this is sad. This is grief. I offer that you sit in that. Be aware of how it feels. You don't have to sit in it for long. It doesn't have to stay there. But you can close your eyes and ask it, what are you here to teach me? What are you here to show me? And when you have that curiosity and you end up showing up for yourself that way, then you'll have more power to know that, oh, so anxiety is visiting me again. What are you showing to teach me? I wanted to tell you that I'm willing to show up and be vulnerable and raw for you to share my struggles, my elations, 
so that we can grow together and that I can be the example of what is possible when you embrace and empower yourself by knowing that you have your own back and that you have the power to choose your thoughts and your feelings to be able to create and show up in purposefully however you want in your life. All right, guys, you have a fantastic day and I will catch you guys later. Thank you for joining me. And if this resonates with you and you want more, then hit that subscribe button and leave a comment below. I look forward to talking to you real soon. Go forth and be awesome.